I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, Avengers versus X-Men edition. We're back. We're Avenging versus X-Mening today, Gary. How are you? Some more. Uh, I'm good. Okay. It's going to keep happening. Excellent. I'm, uh, I'm you know, going to keep finding out what happens when these Avengers fight these X-Men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one, we're in Uncanny X-Men number 11. Uh, and things are good. This is, this is Kieran Gillen. I like that dude a whole lot. Yeah. This is, this is making me want to read the Kieran Gillen Uncanny X-Men run. Yeah. Between, you know, unit and the last one, which mm-hmm. was like pretty interesting. And this one, which like, I love the ending of this comic. It's got like a classic wham ending. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, within this, which I, I really love. Last um, Christmas. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? <laughs> classic yeah, wham ending. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Last, <laughs> last Christmas, uh, San Francisco welcomed the mutants. <clears throat> and just now, they're throwing them under the bus. Um, the, uh, also, uh, I read, we've been reading the lead-up events to this. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Extracurricularly. Because I wanted to understand more about Cyclops' motivation. You know, I'm always like sitting down, like, what can I read about Cyclops before bed to make me understand Cyclops more? And uh, I read uh, Second Coming. Okay. Um, I always get confused with Messiah Complex, but the uh, the one where hope first comes back, and and uh, it's because the, the because you and I communicate outside and, the podcast. You told me you were reading Messiah Complex, so I started reading Messiah Complex. So yep. I'm like halfway I into sure that. Did. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I'm, I'm I've read that before. I read that when it came out. I need to reread it. There's also the Messiah Wars, in which like that's when they fight Bishop. Yeah. For this stuff, I, I like I got to read all that shit. I found a cool like just all the X Men events uh, in a row. Uh, website so it was very tempting to go through those but uh you know i was i was trying to think like boy cyclops is really doubling down on this like i'm a little sympathetic to him you know because this is his house um are those feelings borne out and it actually makes like way more sense okay. than than it seems like it initially like cyclops you know decimation happened there are very few mutants cyclops doubles down he forms x-force to like cross moral lines to protect mutants you know x-force uh does a bunch of horrible stuff that's a really good comic uh, you know, that, that I've read, at least the Rick Remender one. And then he, uh, everyone finds out about X-Force and it costs him a lot of his friends. And then to save hope, he loses Nightcrawler. That's how Nightcrawler died. Um, like everybody got really hurt. Nightcrawler died. So he lost so much and, you know, you can feel that like sunk cost. And then the end of the, the crossover of the second coming one is like when mutants start coming back. So like you can understand he's already given up so much that just handing her over at this point would be unacceptable absolutely yeah, it's a, like you know time will tell whether it's the right decision but it doesn't really matter because it makes emotional sense yeah you know? um he's uh yeah. in, in messiah complex i thought it was interesting because they're you know dealing with a bunch of stuff uh and like xavier is around and uh like cyclops d- does a mission and doesn't tell xavier about it and xavier's like were you gonna tell me you assembled a team and he's like dude i'm gonna tell you shit <laughs> I'm a leader. <laughs> Why don't you go put Cerebro yeah. back together and do something useful and find this new mutant? Like, I, I, fuck Get off. Get out of here, you stinky old man. <laughs> and there's a, you got old man stench and I'm sick of it. There's a, there's a very funny scene where Xavier is just wandering around to like, wandering around through the hallways of the X-Mansion and he's just hearing conversations of other people doing stuff and he has nothing to do because Cerebro is broke. And it's just very funny to me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man, like go plant some tomatoes or something. I don't know what to tell you, dog. You're not, yeah. you're, you're not needed here. Yeah. That's so funny. I like, I am, I'm, and that's what caused him to go do uh, X-Men legacy. <laughs> going out with Legion and exactly. stuff. Exactly. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to go find my own book. 
Um, so this takes place between uh, Avengers vs. X-Men 1 and 2, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so the uh, the fight hasn't quite gotten, you know, fully uh, into uh, in, in, into things yet, um, but it's going to. Yes. Like, people will notice this. It starts with, uh, oh, and uh, I don't think we talked about the creators of this. We got Greg Land. Yeah. On the art, the guy who traces uh, porn yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's not obvious that he's tracing porn, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, did some of the characters look real porn starry. I, I don't I like, like, I think it's hilarious that he would be like, nobody's going to catch, catch me doing this. Nobody looks at porn on the internet. <laughs> like I've never, <laughs> there's never going to be a crossover between comic book nerds and porn stars. <laughs> I don't know why they would ever. I mean, I just think that's very funny to me. Makes me wonder if he created unit from watching porn as well. Maybe like so. he just couldn't, he's like, we need something alien. I can't just trace over a character. I'm just going to trace over a dildo and blow it up. There you go. Um, no, uh, this is uh, Nem- Dr. Nemesis, who's one of the characters of this era of X-Men, um, who I think is like an old Nazi scientist who was reformed. Um, and this was very much of like the, the science wow mm-hmm. kind of phase of pop culture, um, you know, portal kind of humor. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about basically letting the X-Men know that uh, Hope has done a Phoenix flare and people are going to find out. Yep. People are going to notice that. And uh, we get a lot of conversation between Emma and Scott about um, Scott being like, you know, we we have to prepare for all of this. They're going to be coming. Uh, they're going to be coming for hope. Uh, we, you know, we this is serious. This is for real. We got to do everything we got we can. That 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 kind of language um, stuff we've seen before, but just not necessarily an Uncanny X Men number eleven. Once it takes place, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we switch over to Hope, who is talking to an imprisoned unit, um, and she's talking to like they're friends, like they're they're you know they're Facebook official now. So she's like yeah. you know she's I, she's become unit pilled exactly. Uh, so she's like you know I manifested this Phoenix Force, but it felt different. It felt bigger. Like, what does that mean? And he just tells her, like, kind of like, hey, it's been really good to know you. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. Is it that <laughs> bad? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and basically, you know, gives her a little piece of advice, um, you know, saying that, like, people talk about destiny, but uh, a big part of destiny is choice. You know, uh, there are a lot of things that are only possible if an individual chooses it. That's going to be up to you. So don't yes. let yourself become anyone's pawn uh, here. Um, and it continues with his, uh, enslavement of danger, you know, um, the, uh, the, the, you know, danger comes over and danger does not know that danger is a unit slave. Yes. Uh, he does, you know, she says, yes. And he goes, no, no, yes, sir. Politeness. Okay. You know, you're a media student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, uh, cold as ice. Uh, you know, um, we cut over to, uh, a very weird looking Captain America on the beach, mm-hmm. uh, who does not, who's just floating, uh, at an angle on some surf yeah uh not staying into his uh his background uh and here's where uh you know we get that that confrontation that we've seen a bunch of different times um this time though with uh narration in the head from namor yes you know saying like you know why people ask why i stay with the mutants like even though i'm a king this is not my fight but if you watch summers you understand yeah. uh this is you know he respects scott um you know, this is, this is a species of 200 people declaring war on the United States. Like that is just too badass for me to, to sit out. And, and throughout this, like we're seeing that same argument between Captain America and Scott that has played out on his speech in multiple issues at this point, like them pointing at one another. Um, and I just, I really like, uh, you know, Namor kind of saying that, you know, I admire Scott Summers. Like he's, you know, he's a man of his people and like, I, I would have his woman, of course, but you know, Hey, I, I'd say that about everybody. That's, that's <laughs> like, a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a blonde wife in town, 
Namor is sniffing around. That's the old, <laughs> the old Cub Scout rhyme that uh, is true. Blonde, Blondie's yeah. about. Namor will find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. N- no, Namor is using snout. Um, the uh, so you know he he's talking about uh, he's continuing this as the fight goes on. You know uh, he sides with the mutant. You know if there are anytime there are a few that will side versus the many, I'm going to be amongst them because that you know and that fits in with Namor's characterization. Mm-hmm. Like he's a contrarian. Um, we get a similar thing where we get the uh, the fight between Red Hulk and uh, Jugger Colossus, um, and it, we get internal monologue from Juggernaut Colossus, which is cool because I don't know very much about how that happened or anything. I haven't gotten there yet, uh, so we get to see what what he's thinking about. I really like this stuff as well. I do too, um, uh, and yeah, I, I yeah. this 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 Colossus, especially when he. I don't know if you can call it hulking out. Like, this is fucking cool. Like, I want to know m- way more about this yeah. stuff. So I'm excited to kind of read through some older Marvel stuff to to get here. But um, he's kind of thinking to himself, like, hey, nobody's really asked me why I, I'm staying in my steel form. Um, and part of me understands that because, you know, they're probably, you know, they're surprised that, that they haven't cared. But a part of me actually understands because they're they're doing that because they're scared. They're scared of what I could I could do. And he's staying in his steel form instead of flesh because in his flesh form, he can't control the urges that he has. So this, this, the, how do you say the crystal name? I five years doing this podcast. Ciderac? Ciderac, the Ciderac crystal, like is yeah. cr- causing all of these urges and he can't handle it as just normal flesh and blood. Yeah. Uh, and he's fighting red Hulk. Who's just fucking being an idiot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's like, you know, I'm trying to warn him. I'm trying to make him understand that he shouldn't make me angry. You know, cute little inversion. Uh, and what happens is he gets mad enough, like the, the Red Hulk jams his thumb into his eyes, where he turns into uh, Ciderac, uh here, which is this like big Eldric alien abomination thing. Uh, there's this great little like he's, you know, huge in front of the Hulk. The Hulk is just speechless. And he's just like, I disappear for a while. You know, he just lets uh, lets Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. So to speak. Except Jesus uh, is cool. exceptionally cool. <laughs> He's a cool Eldritch yeah. guy. He has neon tattoos yeah, something, something, that glow in the, in the water. It's awesome. This cool yeah, Jesus. Give me something in a skateboard Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I would like a monster <laughs> Jesus. Um, so very cool little moment to end that on. Yep. Uh, excited to see more of that. Uh, we switch over to Hope. Um, by this point, Hope has knocked out her classmates. Um, Emma kind of stuffed her in this room to get her out of the way. Uh, but she's she's knocked out her classmates and she's waiting for uh, Logan and Spider-Man to arrive. And we get some of her inner monologue. Uh, and she looks way more like a porn star for some reason in this comic book here. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea how old she's supposed to be, but uh, younger than this. Yes. I yes. think yeah. like with Greg Land comics, you could just draw a dick like next to every woman's lips and it would work. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking it's really unfortunate yeah. the way he draws. Um, uh, but she's doing the classic, like nobody understands. Um, like I, you know, I, I can't let them hold me here. They don't know what this feels like. Uh, they don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. Um, but I know that I'm not out of control. Uh, and they had discussed this with Wolverine, that Wolverine would be the one that kills her if she goes bad. But she she's not bad yet. So when he comes to kills her, he, she shuts him and Spider-Man down and then opens up a hole in the wall and just runs away, uh, which we, we have seen this before. We just didn't get her dialogue uh, or her inner dialogue during. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, it's additive, you know, mm-hmm. as much as this, uh, I'm sure that this, this comic event, when it came out, got tons of criticism for like showing the same event from so many different perspectives. And that, that's a tricky thing to pull. You know, that could be, again, like I go back to the last issue, like if I just bought this on the newsstands for full price, I might be kind of pissed. In terms of just like a leisurely reading experience, it really works. Yep. Um, and her just being like, 
you know, I, I set up this contingency, but I'm in control. Like I haven't gone bad. People should trust me, you know? Uh, and she, she just burns a hole in the wall and runs out, um, saying, you know, I'm not running from a fight. I'm running towards one. So very curious as to what's going to happen with that. I also like not um, for nothing, but she shut down two of the most powerful superheroes in the in the fucking universe, right? With Wolverine and Spider Man yeah. at, at the same time, without really even thinking about it, and then just left. Like, I think the yeah. there's the, an underlying level of danger of like, holy shit! Like this chick is is extremely powerful, and she doesn't know how to control it yet. Yeah, uh, we go back to the underwater uh, battle here, where like, uh, you know, they they see the uh, he's just beating the crap. Ciderac is just beating the crap out of Red Hulk. Like fish are just dying from the shockwaves of the impacts, uh, which I really like. Um, and Colossus is losing control, you know, of this as uh, as he just beats the crap out of Red Hulk. Yes, which uh, which I appreciate. Yeah, this you know? is this feels good. You know, I, um, I fucking hate the Red Hulk. I feel bad for the fish that are getting killed. Like that that sucks. They used to look like sure. cutie pies that I would put in an aquarium somewhere or just leave to themselves. But uh Red Hulk getting knocked out is extremely great. Um I love the shot yeah. of him like missing teeth <laughs> and and having a black eye. Yeah. That's really good. Um yeah. and and, and like, he's just put out for the rest of the crossover. Exactly. Right. Uh, <laughs> just never want to see this guy again. Um and eventually like he comes to the realization that like Hulk has to- so, like kind of points out they've knocked over or they've damaged one of the pillars that are supporting utopia. Um, which means that like if, if the whole thing could fall down and presumably kill a bunch of people. Um, this finally gets through to, uh, Colossus. And so he, he, he has to turn off the Ciderac thing, which just requires him to communicate to Hulk. Hey, you need to beat the shit out of me now. Uh, and the, which Hulk proceeds to yeah. do, because apparently this thing that's inside of him like requires uh quote doesn't care who bleeds on his altar as long as someone does like it requires blood it requires yeah. some sort of sacrifice so very well, cool the way he does it too like i love how this works different than any kind of hulkening that we've seen so far like he literally tears the mask off his face mm-hmm. like tears the ciderac flesh off of him as if like colossus is under there the whole time like ciderac is like a scab that grows over him or something uh, super cool. Like he just rips that face off to reveal his real face for Red Hulk to beat up. Yep. Um, and he basically just does it so he, you know, so they won't ruin, you know, kill everyone in Utopia. Exactly. Um, here, um, Magic tells uh, Scott like, "Hey, my brother has fallen. This is no good because he was keeping Red Hulk busy, and Red Hulk could just come and grab Hope. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Danger says Hope is off island. We can't find her. Um, you know, and this is what's you know Scott decides to do the Avengers protocol. Uh oh here and yeah we we cut over to uh their pr agent i know that the uh, san francisco era of the x-men dealt with a lot of their like public image like hey we're superheroes like we're gonna protect mutants but we're also gonna find a city that doesn't like fucking hate us uh and their their press agent here uh kate kildare uh sends out a press release and this is the last little bit of the uh the issue which is a letter that uh cyclops sends out to all the major newspapers and stuff uh, basically tell it on the avengers yes you know um, um i like this really good like just like this letter is public really good. opinion you know mm-hmm. um, yeah well the avengers just got through this huge pr nightmare it was just like the the avengers are not doing good right like we we saw this with like everyone calling them out on the news norman osborne came and just took them over like it was nothing you know the avengers are have a precarious position in, in pr and the the x-men that's usually what happens with the x-men like everyone's like oh no the you know the x-men are your your children could be next door to a mutant. The idea of the X-Men weaponizing that 
against a more mainstream superhero team is super cool to me. Um, and it, it's a really effective letter. Please, yeah, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, oh, no. I really, really love the ending of this. I, I, I do too. Yeah. I think this works good. And I, you know, some of this stuff has like, um, it, it kind of echoes some of the stuff that you're seeing in the, in the news and stuff even now. Um, you know, if someone comes to your front door wanting to take away your family without any justification, what would you call it? This is worse than Everest. This is an attempted mm-hmm. kidnapping. Um, and, and, you know, this is, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Cyclops is in the right at this point. Uh, this is literally like a sovereign mutant nation and the Avengers showing up going like, hey, give me mm-hmm. that girl. And I, them pushing back on it. And it ends with, you know, we, yeah. we told them that if they pushed us, there would be consequences. And they pushed us. And this is the consequence. Be grateful we aren't as bad as you think we are. Like, he does get a little terrifying yeah. towards the end of this. <clears throat> oh, totally. Like, like. We're, we're real team Cyclops on this. We're under no illusion that uh, he doesn't kill Professor Xavier and end up in jail at the end of this. Like, we know that like, history doesn't uh, prove us right uh, in in this comic, you know? Uh, but at the same time, like, I'm on Cyclops' side during this. This is an arc that I want to see. Um, you know, it is understandable. Again, even if it's for the, the, the wrong thing, it's still for the right reasons. And th- those kind of characters, like, uh, you know, that's, that's a big thing with um, Better Call Saul as well mm-hmm. you know speaking of, you know bob odenkirk in the hospital right now oh yeah I saw that. um good. such a bummer national treasure um but like that is a character who does the right thing for or the the right thing for the wrong reasons yeah. or the, the wrong thing for the right reasons rather uh and that's just like a classic compelling arc um so i can't wait to see the city like protesters show up and try to stand between the fucking <laughs> avengers and uh the x-men <laughs> you know just humans like what is captain america could do now yeah absolutely uh you know, you dumb fuck. You dumb, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you star-spangled shithead. What are you gonna do now? <laughs> like, piece of trash. Um, um that's it. Yeah. So that's that's this issue. Uh, we're going to be the next episode. We'll be covering Secret Avengers number twenty-six, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm excited for because it's a good comic. Um, if you mm-hmm. uh, want to support this podcast, leave reviews. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors about the podcast. Um, don't don't tell anybody about your dreams, though, because that's always a very boring conversation. Every time you have the instinct to be no. like, I had this crazy dream last night, just be like, instead say, Jerry, Jerry, Jesus Christ, Gary and Jeremy on Days of Future Cast told me about this weird thing that happened and then tell them your dreams in disguise. But just mention the podcast name yes. first. That's the only way you ha- that's the only way you can do that. Yeah, you can also uh, dream about the podcast. Yeah. And if you dream about the podcast and tell people about that, I think that's also okay. As long as you told them. Uh, it's a gray area. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. Uh, but, but we can we can make that happen. We can, uh, we, we'll allow that. We'll, yeah. we'll say that that's okay. Um, yeah. Also, you can just give I'll, us money. I'll, I'll uh, you, in your can, dreams. you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and just get, hand us a dollar. That'd be good. Yeah. If you're going to dream about us, it only seems fair. Mm-hmm. You got to give. Um, the, uh, so you head on over to patreon.com slash duckvtv, like you said, and that'd be great. Uh, until then, I think that's probably about all we got. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, everybody take care of yourself. We like you. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye.